Welcome to the House of Cinema podcast. I am your host, Joe Aragon, and in the house today, we are going on a uh, long car chase, 90 minutes of pure action. Okay, well, we're not, but we're going to be talking about Michael Bay's latest ambulance with me on this episode, the great Nate. Well, that rhymes. Look at that. Uh, Memphis fan original, Nate Spencer. <laughs> How's it going, Joe? Doing well, doing well. Are you excited to talk about Ambulance today? You know, I, I am extremely excited to talk about Ambulance. At any point, did you call it Ambulance? Ambulance? So, when spoken, I think it has to be Ambulance, but when I type it, I definitely do capitalize LA, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of in... A conundrum here <laughs> i don't want to sound like an idiot but <laughs> so as somebody who's been I'll, i will freely admit this early on in the podcast who's been kind of harping on this movie for a while just joking about it for a long time leading up to it i called it ambul ambulance ambulance for a while just because yeah it's kind of funny to have the la part like bolded or in yellow mm -hmm. as like the poster has it i get what they're trying to do i just always found it kind of comical but I'm glad I'm not like. And it's also Bay, so you know, you never yes. know what you're gonna get with Bay. You you never know. And so this conversation today is we're gonna talk about ambulance. We're gonna talk about the movie. We're also gonna talk about Bay and his filmography a little bit. And at the end of the episode, we'll talk about our three favorite action films from the 21st century, which I'm sure was difficult for you. It was difficult for me. Yeah, that it's the hardest thing that you've ever asked me to do on this podcast. Wow, you've asked me to rank quite a few things. That's true, I have. I, have. I genuinely had a difficult time, and we, we'll talk more about that once we, uh, once we get to it. I thought it would be easier since Heat wasn't even a consideration at that point, but I guess it got harder. Well, see, then that brings up the debate, is Heat really an action movie or is mm. it a crime movie? Yeah, So, true. you know, would I, ha would I even have picked Heat? So Good point. Yeah, we'll get into the intricacies of what defines an action film, I guess, later. But let's talk about Michael Bay and Ambulance. I, I, before we jump into the actual movie, I, I need to know where sure. your head was going into the movie. Were you, before the critics, before the initial reactions, before, because, you know, the initial reactions were positive in the beginning. They were like, this is great. This is Bay's best movie in years. Oh, before yeah. all of that, you saw the trailer before No Way Home or something. How did you feel about Ambulance pre all of the initial reactions? Okay, so before the initial reactions, um, I really had almost no feelings towards it because okay. I actually consider myself a Bay uh, truther. Okay. Um, I think Bay is, and I've harped on him in the past, especially like when I was a teenager and hated everything. He's definitely made some stinkers. Like, yes. Let's, I'm going to be real. Yep. Six Underground, I think is horrible um even for someone who can enjoy bay's uh bay's flair bay's style um but like he's made a lot of films i really like i yes. think bad boys one is an awesome action movie um if it was in the 21st century then it would probably be on this list you know Ooh, interesting. Uh, later interesting. but it's in the 90s so i can't go on there like bad boys 2 is insane the Rock is awesome. I think Transformers 1 and 3 are genuinely good. Like, yeah. I like both of those movies. Oh, I love Transformers um, 1. Pearl Harbor is an, an atrocity. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, was like, I was like, whoa, whoa. I was going to get really surprised yeah, so if you like, defend that one. But yeah, I'm not No, a fan of absolutely Harbor. not. And I think The Last Night, um, which has been getting some support recently, I think is um, also quite horrible and was one of my least favorite cinematic experiences oh, yeah, and then i think the rough. island i think the island is pretty good yeah island's interesting have you seen his whole filmography i've seen every film except pain and gain which is oh. actually one of his higher rated ones um and so i do need to see that it's just was like you know i was like 15 when it came out i actually don't remember the year but i know i wasn't old enough to see r-rated movies by myself Got and it. my dad was not about to take me to this insanely r-rated yeah this three-hour movie, so, movie about bodybuilders yeah, committing crimes kind of just slipped through the cracks and i just haven't got back around to it but after seeing ambulance i i definitely want to um, i don't know what's what's yeah what's your history with bay well very similar to you i don't think i'm a bay truther or a bay loyalist uh i think that a lot of bay stuff 
I do think is overhated sometimes. There are some stinkers, like you said. I am not a fan of Pearl Harbor or Six Underground and a couple of Transformers movies. But yeah, there's some other ones that I really, really like. Like I like Bad Boys One and Two. I love mm-hmm. Armageddon. I like The Rock. Um, I think that he does get a little too much hate sometimes, and I think that we're gonna get into it when we talk about Ambulance. But I think there's a greater appreciation now for filmmakers who are, I guess, specialize in a certain type of filmmaking. And Bay has his own mm. type of style and flair. Yeah. And I feel like earlier in the 2000s, mid-2000s, late-2000s, people just hated on that. But now we're in an era of, like, if a filmmaker can passionately make a movie they want to make, there's kind of, like, this newfound appreciation for that. Even if it's, like, over-the-top, hyper-stylized hyper action like Bay. It's what he does best, and if he's doing it, like there's kind exactly. of like this appreciation for it. We'll get into that in Ambulance. What I want to do real quick, I'm going to list off every movie in his filmography, and you just give me a yay, you like it, or a nay, and you're not a fan. Are you ready? Okay, sure. Bad Boys 1. Yay, definitely. The Rock. Yay. Armageddon. Yay, um, maybe with an asterisk, but... Okay, yeah. okay. Yay. Pearl Harbor? The nayest of nays. <laughs> bad boys too uh yes nay or not not nay uh yay sorry okay. uh the island yay uh underrated transformers one yay transformers two or revenge of the fallen uh no transformers <laughs> three dark of the moon very positive yay okay and then panty gain you haven't seen then no. there's age of extinction transformers um nay i think that's a dinosaur one right? <laughs> yeah it's the one with the dinosaur one and there's like a bud light transformer oh is that this one? Oh my god I, I think so it's like we're i don't even know i all i know is like there's a ton of bud light i've seen every transformer movie in theaters unfortunately i have as well yeah. i contributed to the <laughs> 1.2 billion dollar gross of age of extinction <laughs> uh 13 hours the secrets of benghazi um Secret Soldier. Almost no opinion. I think I haven't seen it in a really long time. I have uh, not I do seen this own one. it. I do own it though. Um, it's actually not as like it's not as political as like you would think it would be. Mm. Um, from what I recall. Okay. But that's also been like six, seven years since I've seen it. So I'm gonna say Neutral. middling yay because I remember I remember not hating it. So okay. And then the last night Transformers. Uh, nay, no. Six Underground uh nay okay and then ambulance his best movie Ooh! oh wow what a transition to talking about ambulance his best movie yeah <laughs> okay well i mean we're we're here now what what about ambulance did you love yeah so i actually saw this by myself oh, okay. um i haven't seen a movie in a theater like solo in a while just because wife everything with don't have as many opportunities to see friends typically just go with friends yeah. I went by myself and um there was like two two other people in the theater. Only and, two? Yeah, which oh. we can maybe cover later. Oh which yeah, yeah. That almost made me an annoyed. But I was just hooked from the jump. Immediately he hits you like the the typical basms are there like, you know, there's no super long shots. Everything's cut. The camera's always moving. Every the colors are super saturated. And then we get to the initial bank heist, which is in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he hits us with these drone shots. There's one shot inside the bank where there's a, you know, the, the camera's literally strapped to the drone and he's using a like professional drone racer as his cameraman. And he flies it from the entrance of the bank through the bank, passing all of the people robbing it. And it's just like this super electric shot. And I'm like, I've never really seen a camera move like that. Yeah. And from there, like, it is just nonstop motion and action. And like, most of it's practical. There's hardly any CG. And the energy is just insanely high. And like, as a stylist, as a true art- auteur, like, he has his own style that no one else is doing. Man, it just hooked me. And like, it knows exactly what it is. It didn't try and like bite off more than it could chew. Like even in the Transformers movies, sometimes it's like a critique or not even necessarily a critique, but it's like exploring the military industrial complex of the United States. But then it's 
also a movie about robots with balls who like <laughs> shoot each other. <laughs> so it's just like the worst this part insane... of the second one. Yeah, so it's like an insane juxtaposition. This one is literally no nonsense. It is. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Speed, obviously. Yeah. Um, the performances sell it. Jake Gyllenhaal is like has an IV drip of cocaine. I think <laughs> throughout the whole movie, he's such an insanely high energy, and it just it just grabbed me to the point to where it was slightly over two hours, and I didn't check my phone or watch like one time, and that's just super surface level like. I was hooked. It was so loud. The speaker in my uh, theater blew out. One of the speakers like Did actually it? blew out. Wow. Yeah, they had to they had to come in and turn it off because <laughs> it was so fuzzy. But I count that as a positive for the movie just being so electric. But that was my reaction. How did you How did you feel? So I went uh, to with my wife, who was not really excited. She she yeah. she'll usually go to any movie with me but wasn't really excited for this one. And not because she doesn't like Michael Bay. I mean, she I guess it's kind of stereotypical, but she's not the biggest action movie fan. And this is yeah, going to be yeah. the action of action. But she wanted to watch it because she likes to be involved in the discussions. So we went. I was excited because of the initial reactions coming out. And like we just said, I don't hate Bay's work. Yes, I was not a fan of Six Underground. I wasn't a fan of Transformers last night. Pearl Harbor is bad. There's there's some bad ones there. Uh, I actually think that even the bad Transformers movies, visually, I always thought they were on point. Like, yes, they look or they're really I agree. cheesy, but hell, they look really cool for what they are. Like the, the way they mm-hmm. move, the Transformers themselves, everything about visually, I always, always loved. Definitely. Walked into this. We had an IMAX screening, went in, and like you, very empty. I was shocked how empty it was in there considering one, it was a Michael Bay movie two, It's an action movie three, Jake Hall's in it and Yaya Abdul-Mateen's in it. I, I was, I couldn't believe how empty my IMAX leader was. I, 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 everybody was apparently watching Sonic two, which is fine. It's a fine movie. I don't hate Sonic two and no shade to Sonic two, but I, I, I was legitimately surprised to see very little people in an IMAX leader. It really is insane, and it kind of makes me a little sad, honestly. It's extremely sad. If if we're at a point now where Michael Bay can't even bring in an audience to watch his movies, which, you know, we're not even talking about some indie director A24 film or a neon film. He's like the fifth highest grossing director ever. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, if he can't bring in people to watch a movie... It is scary. It's scary and sad to see where movies are headed. You know, a lot of times people tease and make fun of the Scorsese thing. Like, I, he's kind of right. Uh, not oh, so much like Marvel's right. not movies, but like that's the direction we're heading. Is that the only movies that are making money now are huge, huge conglomerate Disney, DC stuff, massive stuff, yeah. and that's scary and sad. Like you said. And I honestly think why people are swinging Bay's way is because we've reached a point to where everything we consume, for the most part, like there are occasional exceptions, um, like we talked about the Batman, which I would definitely say is an exception to this. Mm -hmm. But most blockbusters are either MCU and they all look the same, or you have things like maybe say Uncharted, which is just trying to be an MCU movie in terms yeah. of how it looks and how it operates. But say uh, more hardcore film fans, I guess, which is just kind of funny to say when talking about Michael Bay, are kind of gravitating towards his work again because, sure, yeah, he's operating in the purely like you know, thirteen-year-old boy space of just this insane action. But he's doing it practically. He's using innovative camera techniques. He's trying to push the boundary of action filmmaking forward. And he's not reliant, um, especially in ambulance, on these, you know, previs set pieces. They're driving cars around. He's actually blowing them up. Like stuff is happening on set. And I don't know. It just carries a different weight. It just feels more electric. Like, I don't know. It, It just was pulsing through my veins. Whereas like, I know when I watch most blockbuster movies these days, I'm like, cool, that's literally just a video game. Yeah. You know? And, like, I'm not anti-CGI. I literally said I'm a fan of Transformers. But there's a blending of practicality within 
the films and his color palette. It's not washed out. It's hyper saturated and it's just grabbing. I never thought I'd ever say that watching a Michael Bay film in today's 2020, 20, 2022 world is like a breath of fresh air because right it's like you said it is it is just like a 13 year old super action movie that's literally action from minute one to the last minute of the movie but just as you said he pushes the boundaries in a lot of technical ways and the filmmaking aspects that make it different than watching uncharted or an mcu movie so it it it's weird yeah. that this is a breath of fresh air from what we've been getting. Even Sonic 2, which is fine. Again, Sonic 2 is a fine movie, but it's, mm-hmm. it's nothing like, it's not pushing any boundaries in terms of the filmmaking it's aspect. IP. It has a built-in audience. You exactly. Know? It's like, cool, I'm seeing Sonic 2, Dr. Eggman's in it. People aren't seeing it because Jim Carrey, you know, one of the most famous and successful movie stars in the world is Dr. Eggman. They're seeing it because Sonic, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Exactly. You know. And at my screening, all the kids there were very excited for it. And you know what? That's fine. It, it did well and it's doing well and it's not the worst movie yeah. in the world. But like you said, it's already it has a solid foundation already. It's an IP that's been established. So this was a breath of fresh air. And my experience with the ambulance was fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. And I kind of expected not to. You know, I went in pretty neutral, yeah. maybe even a little bit more uh, hesitant. And I I really really enjoyed this. I you know I don't think it's perfect. I do think there were some issues, and mm-hmm. I'm still not a fan of the runtime. I, I do wish there was like 20 minutes cut out of it. That would have been crisp and nice and quick. Yeah, uh, I agree with you there. That's kind of I really have no problems with any part of the movie except for the fact that cut five ten minutes and it's even it's even better. But let me tell you. Oh man, I had so much fun watching it. And I know that sounds cliche to say, but I I love that feeling when you're watching a movie and like your adrenaline is running with the movie and you're reacting to Literally. whatever's on the screen. I have to ask you, do you have a favorite moment in the movie? Because I do. Yeah, so um, are we getting into like semi kind of spoilers here? Yeah, so at this point, if you haven't seen the movie, spoilers alerts. And I'll put a tag for when we start talking about our action movies. So, yes, go ahead and spoil any okay. portion of it. Yeah, so they're in the ambulance, and um, I guess it's twofold. So they're having there's a cop who's been shot that they're keeping alive <clears throat> in the ambulance, and that's kind of the reason why they haven't just been, like, blown up by the cops <laughs> at this point because they're not going to kill their own guy. Yeah. And so Aza Gonzalez, who's the... Um, EMT in the ambulance who's being held hostage is having to perform like open chest surgery on this cop to keep him alive and they literally like cut him open and she has to like stick her hand in his stomach and operate on his spleen and his spleen literally pops and like blood is just everywhere and she has to like stitch this up while on FaceTime with trauma surgeons like figuring out how to do this because obviously she's not a trauma surgeon while they're also traveling at 90 miles an hour down the interstate i'm so happy you brought it up because this is my scene this is really the moment that's amazing in the theater <laughs> where i audibly yelled because when she's putting her hand because she's with yaya abdul mateen they're both trying to do operation yeah. on this dying cop like you said, she literally puts her hand inside of his like chest cavity inside of him yeah. and pulls out his spleen. And the, the doctors on FaceTime are like, yeah, yeah, be careful. Like it could pop or something. And the camera just like zoomed in on the spleen and it, it pops. It literally pops. <laughs> it literally all, pops. <laughs> I yelled in the theater. I said, oh, shit. Like I did not expect that to happen. My wife was like on level 10 as well. We were both so sucked into this moment. One of my favorite moments at a theater this year, I think, was that moment in this movie. I totally agree. If you weren't already sucked in in the story, you just, you have to be in that moment. Because, yes. like, everybody's trying to keep him alive. Jake Gyllenhaal is driving like a maniac. <laughs> oh, what a moment. That it, The scene is, like, maybe five to six minutes long, and... I found myself gripping my seat. I was leaning forward. I'm literally sitting in a recliner and my feet are on the ground. <laughs> and uh, the other people in my theater, once that was over, he literally like sits back and goes, 
damn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like one row it in is. front of me. Yeah, that's the standout scene to me in this entire movie. I, I like I said, I like a lot of the movie. This is the standout scene to me. The moment where I was so fully immersed into this chase, into these characters, was that moment. And that's when I knew this movie could not be bad after that moment. It could not be bad. Yeah, and it's the perfect synthesis of, like, what makes Bay a good filmmaker, like, legitimately, is because he's he's built up already an, an intense story, like, moving at quite literally 100 miles an hour. And then in the middle of something that's already tense... You, he manages to elevate the tension further. And then even when like that surgery ends and like you take a deep breath, they're now immediately still <laughs> being pursued by the police, having to do evasive maneuvers and like figure out how they're going to try and escape with this money. And it like, it just doesn't stop. Yeah. And so then like the only true moment of like, I guess I would say like breathing is another moment that comes out of nowhere that I really liked is when they, they have a needle drop of the song Salen and like Yaya and Jake, oh, they both yeah, just yeah, break yeah, out yeah. into song. I forgot about this and part. Yeah. That part, I don't know. It was just really fun. It's just like, wow, blockbuster movies can just be like really fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is just, this is just fun and I'm, I'm having a blast. That is another thing that I really love about this movie. It is a reminder that movies can be fun, which is something that I think gets lost a lot when we talk about movies, even as uh, us, two people who spend a lot of time writing about movies, writing reviews, and talking about them. We we may also get caught up in the criticism of a movie and its filmmaking aspects that sometimes we forget that they can be fun. I love Ambulance for reminding me that it, it can be fun. Fun and good. Like you said, there's a lot of technical aspects that about this yeah. that should be appreciated. You've mentioned a few times the drones. The oh use gosh. of the drones in this movie is, is very impressive. It's um, incredible. Now, I personally didn't love the editing choices. Now, you said you liked the, the how quick the editing was. I wish they would just hold a scene for a little bit longer than a couple of seconds. I feel like it would have really mm-hmm. benefited a couple of moments in the movie. But I think that's fair. I think once you get used to the editing, which is pretty quick since the movie starts immediately like it there's no there's very little exposition to this movie it's yeah. very clear yaya needs money for a surgery and and for his wife and then he gets called to do get that heist money so movie yeah. jumps uh pretty quick into the the story so yeah i think it's part of why i think bay is the perfect director for this story is that the script has no fluff and there's really nothing else to it outside of the main plot and so there just isn't enough like plot wise going on for him to get too distracted which like he definitely does in like the world building of transformers sometimes you know that's why those movies are like two hours and 40 minutes long so long Um, yeah this one like yeah it is maybe a little bit long but like it does fly by and i guess for me the reason i didn't find the editing as abrasive as i did in say like the last night um, is because of how our characters are literally like going a hundred miles an hour. The fact that the editing reflects that. That's um, fair. That's fair. Amped up the action for me. Whereas like if it was just steady cam shots the entire time, I, the, it wouldn't be, it may be impressive, but I don't think it would carry that same tension that he brings the entire mm, time. Now that's not point, saying steady cam action can't be effective, but it does, I think, amplify the LA Intensity traffic all. going down back alleys, yeah. last minute maneuvers, as opposed to like an open plane, like car chase or something like that. I don't know. That's, no, good point. That's, that's how point. I felt. I feel like uh, you're convincing me a little bit. You know, I was oh. kind of nauseated in the beginning. I was like, man, there's a lot of edits. <laughs> but now that you're bringing up uh, this parallel and how it really works with the tension, I'm yeah. uh, you're converting me a little bit. Converting me a little bit. Oh, that's. Well, you know, it wasn't my uh, outward intention, but in my soul, I was really, I was trying to, yeah, trying no. to pull you into the Bayhem a little more. <laughs> but like what you I mean, said, I'm into the which, Bayhem. Yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of amazing practical moments in this movie. I'm a big fan of the the shot where the ambulance is going down the LA River, where the helicopter is like flying oh, behind gorgeous. it. And oh my god and jake's Jake, like outside yeah. of the ambulance basically oh my god it's amazing i think it's on the poster or at least one of the posters oh is like, it part of it is speaking of jake how was he 
Man, Jake was Jake was on one, but it's the type <laughs> of on one. He's he was on a heater. Uh, he was just he comes into the game and he's like, you know what? I am jacking this shit like I'm Steph Curry from half court. I am pulling <laughs> up for just deep, deep threes. Logo I'm screaming shots. at the top of my yeah. I'm yeah logo shots. I'm I'm just I'm taking them every time I have a chance. And Yaya and um. Isa Gonzalez, like, they kind of play off that. They're more subdued. Now, they do raise their voice and tension and intensity, like, to match it sometimes. But he's the unhinged wild card of the movie. And I think with an actor that wouldn't, that is not the caliber of Jake Gyllenhaal, I think I wouldn't have liked it. But I think it's so too. Jake Gyllenhaal. And so, I don't know. It worked for me. What did, what did you think of Jake? Because it's, like, a totally different type of performance for him. So... Interestingly enough, it reminded me of his most recent live action performance that we I saw. Well, I think it's his most recent one before this, which is The Guilty. Did you watch that on Netflix? I did not watch that one. I I meant to. Um, I just never got around to it. It's fine. It's fine. It's nothing nothing in, impressive in my opinion. But uh, this performance reminds me of that a lot. Very just okay. Jake on level ten, but it works in this because. The movie's on level 10 at, at all times. And The Guilty, it's totally confused. It's like it's trying to be this like super serious drama, but then Jake is like yeah. amped to like level 10. It does, there's a lot of mismatching tone, in, in my opinion, in that. But it reminded me of this that character, but it just it works so much better in Ambulance. He has, mm. he has that charisma that's very likable. So even if he's like doing douchey things in this movie, it's hard not to really enjoy it. So I, I liked him a lot in this movie. And I think he's had some very interesting roles as of lately. Like before this, it was The Guilty. Uh, before The Guilty, I don't I don't. I think he was in that animated from... spirit movie. I don't know if you Oh, but then he was in movie. Far From Home, right? Wasn't That's the yeah. last one I saw him in before this. The live, yeah, before last live action movie before The Guilty was Far From Home. And then before that was Velvet Buzzsaw. So mm. it feels like we've seen a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal lately, but... Also, we really kind of haven't. We really haven't. But it's interesting to look at this. Like before Velvet Buzzsaw, he had like a pretty like a good string of movies. He was in uh, Prisoners, Enemy, Nightcrawler, End of Watch, Southpaw, Nocturnal Animals. All those movies are all pretty much not back to back, but very very close in sequence. But yeah, I just weird to think that he hasn't been in a lot of stuff. It is interesting too because. David Fincher essentially broke him in Zodiac in 2007. He describes it as like the worst experience that he's ever had, like in just in terms of like mentally because of how intense it was. And Fincher was like, you you suck. I can't believe I cast you. And he makes Prince of Persia. And he's like, I don't want to be this type of actor. I want to be back. Like, I want to do better and more serious stuff. So he's like, prisoners, nightcrawler, enemy. I mean, the fact that he didn't get an Oscar nomination for... At least Nightcrawler is insane to me. So he, to here's his run. Honest. He goes uh, Brothers with uh, Tobey Maguire in 2009. And then he goes mm. to Prince of Persia in 2010. Then he does Love and Other Drugs with Anne Hathaway also in 2010. So yeah, we that, have 2010 was not a good year for him. Although I do actually like Prince of Persia. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I, I haven't seen it, if I'm being honest. Well, well I've I, seen I was, pieces of it. Pieces of yeah, it. I was 13, and so it's like, this it was is, this the is perfect my, time this for is, you. Yeah, this is literally <laughs> perfect, perfect for me. But he goes from heavy drama with Toby and Natalie Portman to Prince of Persia, an action movie, to a rom-com with Anne Hathaway. Then he goes to the sci-fi movie Duncan Jones's Source Code in 2011. That's when he goes, it starts. End of Watch, 2012. Which is actually decent. Banger. Prisoners, 2013. Enemies. Incredible. 2013. Nightcrawler, 2014. So that that's just, that's like four movies back to back to back to back. That's all pretty well, well acted. Prisoners and Enemy in the same year is insane. That's a, <laughs> like yeah, it's insane. That's a crazy duo. We should look at movies like, like actors who had double movies in the year. That would be interesting to look at one day. I've got um, yeah, I'm I'm ready for that whenever you're down because I've this is a topic I love talking about because it's rare that it happens and that it succeeds, but when it does, like, ooh, it's just, it's so now, now you got me thinking like, 
who had T. Chalamet last year. He had he had a double or a triple. He had Dune. I think it was French wasn't Dispatch. it supposed to be a triple and then something got pushed or no? I can't think. All I know is French Dispatch and Dune. Nothing. Else oh no, I was thinking yeah, and then like Ana de Armas was supposed to have that because Blonde was supposed to come out, oh, Deep yeah, Water yeah. was supposed to come out, and No Time to Die. She's supposed to have a triple year, but then oh. it was only only No Time to Die. Yeah. Well. So interesting. So yeah, yeah, so Jake has that crazy string of years. He then jumps to Southpaw in 2015, which I'm not a fan of. I never saw it's Demolition. Okay. Uh, that was the same year as 2015. Never saw that. I never did either. Like, I saw the trailer for it, and then literally it never came to any theater close to me, and I'm like, well, I don't know anything about it. I'm not going to buy it. So <laughs> I just see the dancing it. scene all the time. And that's yeah, it. that's the only lasting impact is that <laughs> anyways so he had a crazy run and it's just i don't know how we got in this jake gyllenhaal talent uh, tangent but just interesting that he seems so prevalent but lately he hasn't been in much i mean besides yeah. ambulance and the guilty i mean far from home yeah. was in 2019 so it's been a i saw an interview he did that doing this movie he's like honestly i would much rather be this type of actor is like doing this stuff so like yeah. you can tell that he's having a blast, blast yeah. making this movie yeah that's fair that's fair all right well let's uh let's move from ambulance for a second we've i think made it very clear you're a fan i'm a fan ambulance yeah. rules if you're we're hesitant to watch it for any reason check it out Support Michael Bay's auteur and stylized. see it in theaters. Yeah, it deserves theaters. to be seen in theaters. It really does. It really does, and it's it's fun. It's if you want to looking for a really good time. I think Ambulance is hey, definitely worth it. I saw it by myself, and I had an amazing time. So even if you don't have anyone who wants to go, I I still highly recommend. Same, same. But now let's transition to the harder part, and that was picking three of the best action movies oh, of the twenty first century. Number one was easy for me. I, I was easy, knew what my number one was immediately. And same yeah. with my number two, if I'm being honest. It was the third one that I was like, okay, what's going into my third spot? Now, you said it was very difficult for you. Why is Joe, that? <laughs> this is so hard for me because I'm literally looking at my list right now and I'm like, I can't even, it's hard for me to pick. And so I guess the reason is one, I'm a big action movie guy. It's like, if you can't tell, I love I like Michael Bay movies and it's like, yeah, sure. Like I like a ton of indie art stuff, but I was also a teenage boy at one time and my dad grew up in the seventies and eighties. And so I have a huge affinity for action and it's like the first like true genre of movie that I gravitated towards. So there's just a lot of movies I love. Um, and I think what made it difficult is I told myself I'm not putting any comic book films in here. Oh, you know what? Now, this is really important because I didn't even tell you this. That was that should have been a rule. I, I should have made that oh, a really? rule. No comic book movies. Okay, then, we'll uh, see. Same for Good, me. we're on the same page. Yes. Yeah, because like to me, a comic book movie is a movie that can have good action, yes. but is not an action movie. It is a either like a sci-fi or something else, you know. Um, action to me is a movie that quite literally markets itself on experiencing the visceral nature of the choreography of literally the action. And now, obviously, I think it can be in other genres like sci-fi, but I think the action has to take prevalence, which is where I had difficulty because most of my favorite action scenes, I wouldn't actually say are in action movies. Interesting. Like, one of my favorite action scenes is from the movie Old Boy, but there's like two action scenes in a two and a half hour movie. So I'm, that's not an action movie. Correct. You know? Correct. I would not consider Old Boy an action movie. Yeah. It's also a comic book movie, but most people, it's not like big names. So. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but like it's hard because that hallway scene in that movie is like one of the greatest action scenes ever, but it's not an action movie. And so I think that's where my difficulty stemmed from. Um, but I've got some, I've got some to talk about. And while it may be like, as soon as we finish the pod, I'll think of one. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I missed that. But I've got some for right now that uh, I definitely want to. What barely missed the cut for you? Oh, Joe. <laughs> Should we save this that for after? Hard. Um, no, no, no. We can talk about it now. We can okay. talk about it now. I think one that missed the cut for me, Mission Impossible 4 and 5, Ghost Protocol, and 
um, Rogue Nation, I think are really, really good modern action movies that I really like. I don't think they're as good as the first, but they kind of saved the franchise, reinvented them, and yeah. Tom Cruise continues to be an insane person who is willing to do quite literally anything. Ridiculous. To, like... to make, yeah. So I think those are two, all three John Wick movies I love. Oh, no John um, Wick. Interesting. No John Wick for me. Um, recently, I think No Time to Die is a really good action movie. I think um, so too. Skyfall, another great one. Yeah. Not on my list. No, yeah, that's no. enough. I don't want to step on your toes at no, all. No, no, so. no, no. You're you're good. I mean, those are all I'm like great. A crisis right now. There's so <laughs> many good ones. <laughs> well, typically, the guest of honor goes first. Do you want me to go first, or are you ready to give us the number three? I can give you my number three. Let's hear it. My number three is The Matrix Reloaded. Whoa! I should have expected this from you, but for some reason, yeah. I still didn't. Okay. So, okay. obviously, the the original Matrix is the best one. And yeah. that, but that doesn't count because that came out in 1999, 99. so not 21st century. I used to not like this movie that much or uh, Revolutions, which I also like a lot now. But revisiting the films before the most recent Matrix came out, which I'm also a fan of, I just was like blown away. I'm just like, how did I not like this? I, I just don't understand how The Matrix Reloaded is, I think, even more than the first one, the most action-heavy of the series, which is why I feel comfortable putting it here, even yeah, with the sci-fi does. elements. Um, I mean, the last hour and a half of the movie is essentially like one long action scene. The Mister S- Agent Smith fight scene where he fights like a hundred of them at the same time is in the playground, breathtaking. And yeah, there's some early CGI in there, but they blend a lot of practicality within it and use the CGI to like as flourishes, which I appreciate. And then, of course, it goes from the Merovingian place uh with the key master he fights the people on the staircase and then the werewolves start chasing the uh, trinity and morpheus on the interstate and it's like essentially like 45 minutes straight of this one scene and by the end of it you literally like can't breathe it is just so intense like they literally built an entire like interstate section in the middle of like the desert or something to film this scene so they could have complete control of like all the cars and could do whatever they want they got a blank check to make these movies and it shows the the Wachowski sisters just did like an insanely good job and I think the action in Reloaded holds up against anything coming out now so yeah that's my number three I love the Reloaded and like you it took me a while to really appreciate Reloaded and Revolutions I don't think I like Revolutions as much as you do I but I've liked it a lot more than I did when I first saw it x amount of years ago and I kind of forgot Reloaded even, not that it existed, but I, when I was making my list, I kind of forgot about The Matrix because... I mean, it's hard. There's so many. There's so many, but like my head went, The Matrix, 99. Okay, move on. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I like Reloaded a lot. There are a lot of great action scenes in that movie. And like you said, it does amp up the action from the first one a lot, which is why I think it's a, a good choice for an action film. Good start. Good start. Cool. Yeah. What's your three? Um, this was tough for me as well. It was between two movies, but I'm going to go okay. the action heavier movie and I'm going to choose the raid two. Mm. It was between the raid two and casino Royale. Uh, I was going to choose casino oh, Royale is also fantastic, which is really good. But have you seen the raid two? So I've seen the first raid and I really like it. An honorable mention for me. I have not seen the raid two. So the raid two is, is basically the raid just times 10 basically it is um, that's what i like to hear it is very very action heavy and it just takes the choreography from the first one and amps it up by a hundred and it's a lot a lot of fun in terms of choreography alone it's maybe my favorite action movie out there you know a lot of times the story isn't that compelling that's fine with me i'm just there to watch a lot of people get their ass kicked and between like the raid and john wick and even the most recent Nobody with uh, Odenkirk, they're all very mm. good, but I feel like just nothing lives up to that intensity that the raid brings. And if you like the raid, the first raid, you, you like the second one. It, it's exactly yeah. the same, but taken to a different level. So I put the raid two at number three. I'm excited to see it. I'll definitely have to watch it soon. I have seen, um, like, because, you know, being on film Twitter, you inevitably see a lot of really great scenes. Yeah. the scene I've seen the scene where they are driving on the street and they're like fighting in a car yeah. and then they pass the camera 
from the bottom of the car with this guy literally laying on like a tarp. And then he passes it into the car to another cameraman who then passes it to another cameraman on the other side of the car and then to another car all in one take. And I'm like, that is just unhinged behavior and i'm in <laughs> full support full support of whatever is going on there it really makes you like just wonder how long did it take them to do this because the action is so seamlessly performed it's incredible the, the things they achieve in the raid too so that's my number three i'm excited I, I don't know if we'll have the same top two but it's possible that we do i'm not sure but it's very possible that we do God, there are so many movies. There's a couple. There's a, a couple big ones that I didn't even want to mention in my honorable mentions, just as to be a surprise. They're, they're, <laughs> they're not here, to be honest. So, what's your number two, though? My number two is uh, Collateral, Michael Ooh. Mann. Oh, and so interesting. I talked about I talked about Heat, and that I don't necessarily consider it an action movie. I think Collateral is an action movie more than it is a crime movie while okay. there is crime. Um, the reason I say this is because it does remind me in a way of Ambulance in terms of that it is a, one, it's an, kind of a, it's a self-contained movie. Mm-hmm. It takes place in LA all in one night, all in one vehicle for the most part. And while there's not a ton of necessarily like choreography, there's a lot of gunfights, there's some car chases explosions like there's a really amazing car stunt in the middle of the film where the jamie fox's cab gets flipped and like spins down the interstate like or spins down the road and like they actually do that <laughs> the, the, obviously not with the actors in it but yeah 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 um you know the, it looks fantastic man's experimentation with digital filmography like digital techniques takes the next leap after Ali, it's almost entirely shot digitally, one of the first films to do that. And it's got Tom Cruise as a villain, which he's only ever done like in that movie. And I'm I think, think he of really other elevates times it. He's been a villain. Yeah. And so um, it's a movie that like I thought was like mid tier man until I realized that there is no such thing as a mid tier man. It's all elite. And so there's an intensity to it, there's a grit to it. Um, it's less flashy than some other action movies, but. It is a pure adrenaline rush from start to finish in a way that I would say, while I think Heat is the better movie, like Heat has action scenes, but it's the dialogue of Heat that makes it iconic. Whereas with Collateral, it's like the the club shootout. It's got all the hallmarks of an action movie just shot through man's lens, which, you know, is different than any other filmmaker. But yeah, that's, that's my number two. I should have expected a Michael Mann movie on your list. I'm not sure why... <laughs> I didn't assume you were going to put one. I, a part of me was like, I tried Man, to throw you off. I tried to throw you off. At the I beginning. wonder if Nate's going to throw <laughs> Miami Vice on this top three right now. Well, see, Miami Vice is one I would say is not. Oh. And I would say it's more crime. But I'm, I'm willing to hear the case. Well, it's not on my top three. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I will, I'll be willing to hear the case. Like, I would let it go to trial, but okay. I would still say it's more of a crime romance drama than it is uh, action while it does have action that's fair that's fair it's like totally arbitrary like thing that doesn't actually really matter at all but i no, i I mean (laughs) hey we all have we need our rules right we can't just be a society with no rules that's fair i'll just stick with the tom cruise theme go to my number two what do you think it is if I'm gonna make a guess, it's gonna be Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh hell yeah, baby! Let's fucking go. <laughs> I love Mission Impossible Fallout, and let me tell you this: I liked Ghost Protocol and I like Rogue Nation, but I could not tell you which movie is which. I don't know. There's one where he like is swimming in a big swimming pool. It's like a toilet. Uh, I don't know which one that I agree. is. And then there's one where he's climbing the building. Don't know which one that is. I just don't. I can't distinguish between the two. But Fallout, I can. And Fallout is was the most surprising movie to me when it came out because I was not anticipating to love it. And I fell head over heels for this movie. It is something else. It's incredible. Um, it takes the Mission Impossible franchise to a level I didn't think it could achieve. Like Same. I think De Palma's original film continues to get better. But it is really, I mean, it's an action movie, but it's more spy, even like erotic thriller, because of course it's De Palma, like every one of his movies has to be horny in some way. Um, I mean, it's just true. It's true. true. I love John Woo, but I think Mission Impossible 2 
it just isn't a good fit for him. Even though I think the action is good, I who think does the, the third? Is... Who does the third one? Is it J.J. Abrams? J.J. Who, like J.J. Ah, uh, good, good old J.J. Abrams. <laughs> um, I do think it, Mission Impossible Three has like the best villain in Philip Seymour Hoffman, but I, I, I agree with you. I think from three to five, they feel very samey, and um, while impressive and fun, get a bit stale. Six. Oh my god! From the from the moment it opened, and I can't remember. Did they shoot it on IMAX? Because I just remember the scale, uh, like they feeling different. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure. Let's, I got it. This has to be said. Tom Cruise, who is a psychopath. Like, let's yeah, be honest he here. Who I mentioned in you know Collateral, but he literally is like, hey, so um, I know I have to be in a helicopter for part of the movie. I'm going to on my free time cram in three thousand hours of flight time. Uh, flying a helicopter so i can pilot the helicopter and do my own stunts while acting and i'm gonna do like barrel rolls and then also crazy i'm going to halo jump from a height that could uh. easily kill someone in their mid 50s and i'm going to film it practically what the hell like nobody does that no one does that but like that scene the halo jump scene is absolutely incredible it is one of the most thrilling parts of the entire movie is watching that that scene. It's insane. Like I remember seeing with my my friend Chad, who is um, even bigger Mission Impossible fan than me, um, who kind of honestly got me hooked on the series. And we're watching this in theaters, and we lean over to like, is this like? Because you know the marketing campaign was essentially built on the fact that Tom Cruise is a psycho and did all his own stunts, and like made everybody else do their own stunts. And so, like, we were looking forward to these things and like, oh, my God, he's actually jumping out of a plane right now. Like, this looks yeah. – I've never seen anything like this. When you sit back and think about it, it is incredibly impressive in the technical aspect. I love oh the ad, I love the addition of Henry Cavill to the cast, too. I he's awesome. He was great. I mean – Cocking his arms to go Nate, into a fist fight. Like, he reloads badass. his arms. He reloads his arms like a gun. I know. It's a movie that's like, hey – Sure, no practical purpose, but it's cool as hell. It's so coolest thing. why shouldn't anybody do that? <laughs> it is the coolest thing on this planet. When I saw that, I just like I was dumbfounded that that happened. <laughs> it's just the best. It's the best. Oh my gosh. Like it literally is so cool. Like he then gets his ass kicked right after that, but yes. it's still he doesn't lose any cool factor. Like no, in my head, when all. he cocks his arms, I literally hear like the shotgun. Like, <laughs> I hear it in my head, even though it's not in the movie. It's yeah. so good. It's such Man. a good touch. Fallout's so good. Yeah, I I love this yeah. movie. It's it was almost my number one, but my number one I love just a little bit more. But yeah. I I love a lot of things about Fallout. It's just it keeps just growing on me every time I watch it. So that's that's my number two. Easy number two for me. Uh, yes. Wow, what's your number one, though? Fallout is the one that I was having, like, a crisis debating between Reloaded and Fallout. It's and fair. so I think the reason I went with Reloaded is just maybe recency bias because I've seen it more recently than Fallout. So maybe that. Um, no shade towards Fallout. I just gushed over it with No, you. no, yeah. I mean, picking, like you said, picking three is very difficult. We're not saying God, these so three hard. are good and the rest of them suck. It's just yeah. we're trying to pick three of, like, 20 amazing, amazing movies. Definitely. Um, my number one, though, maybe an obvious pick is it's kind of, like, the favorite, but it's Mad Max Fury Road. And that's my number one as well. Come is on. it your number one as it's well? It's my number one as well. I mean... It kind of has to be. It really does it really does i'll let you say your thing about mad max and i'll go off sure you but i'll be brief but i think this is a pretty funny story so um when this movie came out i was talking to a girl and i took her out on our first date and it's actually my first date ever oh wow and so i was like let's go see a movie and we're like, yeah, what's out? I was like, well, this new movie came out, Mad Max Fury Road. It's like <laughs> an action movie. You want to go see it. Now, I had never seen Mad Max at all, like none of the Mel Gibson ones. Interesting. Okay. Um, I've since seen them, and I've since liked them all. But neither of us knew what we were getting into. And um, I had a friend, like, third wheel with me. And so we went and saw this. And uh, needless to say, she hated it. Uh, it was, she was like, this why would you take me to this uh and we ended up not dating so wow. you know what it ended that relationship but 
me and my friend Chad had a great time. We kept looking over at each other like, dude, dude, this is, this is incredible. But I had to like pretend that I didn't like it because you know, I was on a date. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, it wasn't really that good. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're so right. Like, you know, totally shameless behavior, I admit. But yeah, I've since seen this movie like 10 times, 12 times, and I can't get enough of it. Charlie Theron, as Furiosa is just one of the coolest characters in the history of movies. Like, yes, yes. I know it's called Mad Max, but like... It's a Furiosa story. I, I, it's a Furiosa story, and I genuinely do not care that Mad Max took a back seat. I know there's some hardcore fans that are like, oh, this, whatever. Like, Furiosa is uh, like one of the coolest characters ever. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. But that's my uh, Mad Max story. So, terrible date, kick-ass movie. <laughs> I don't have a cool story like that. I just watched <laughs> Mad Max and loved it like you did, but with no cool dates. I just went with friends and saw it. But yeah, Mad Max is really a feat in terms of filmmaking. I've had a newfound appreciation for it because I've, I'm currently finishing up the uh, making of biography or like the book on the, how the movie was made. And for those who oh don't God. know, what's the movie, book called? It's called Blood, Sweat, and Chrome, The Making of Mad Max uh, Fury Road. It is highly recommended Amazon. by me. It is worth watch, worth listening to on audiobook, worth reading if you want to read it. It is awesome to, to read and listen to because this movie was, was in production hell for years. We're talking like late 90s is when this movie was thought up on storyboard. And it just took that long for George Miller to get funding, to get support, to get anything really. And now yeah. that we got it, learning about how this movie was made, just the practical aspect of this basically two hour long car chase it is incredible that this movie was made there's so much appreciation behind it on the technical side i mean it won like six academy awards for all the technical achievements and it was nominated for best picture so like it has to be pretty damn good for an action movie where it's like it's funny with the academy awards like a middling drama that hardly anyone likes can get nominated for best picture but only the like top 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 tier action movies get nominated and this is one of them you know what this? You know what Mad Max reminds me of? What movie of last year? What? Dune. In the sense that mm. Dune also swept technical side of things, nominated for Best Facts. Picture, but didn't win Best Picture. And I would argue Mad Max probably deserved Best Picture that year, and I would argue Dune probably deserved Best Picture this year. I mean, I like a lot of other nominees as well, but I would have been mm. very happy to see Dune win because it is a marvel of a movie. Which is a- and I, yeah, and it's like one of those movies that I think because like for me, while I like it when the quote unquote best movie wins best picture, I enjoy it when best picture is a movie that everybody really likes and was a big cultural moment. Like Dune is a cultural moment, cultural touchstone. Now I will say, much like Lord of the Rings, Dune Part Two hashtag Dune Sweep. Um, <laughs> I think it's coming. I think it's coming. I think Denis it's- is coming for the crown, just like Peter Jackson came in and took like 10 academy wars do you think it'll be dune part two or is there be will there be a part three i haven't read dune so i don't know how many parts there would be so part two will finish the first book part three would be dune messiah which is more or less a part three um if you don't know the story of dune um let me just tell you this is not going to go the way that you think that's all i'm gonna say i Um, yeah i know some things Look, I, I'm here for when we get to Dune 4 and Herbert is like, you know what this need, this story needs? Um, a human-worm hybrid who is really horny but can't have sex. That's what, what, that's what, this, that's what this story needs. Yeah, interesting. very interesting. Don't know if we'll get there. Uh, that, that needs, I need Denis to, you know, get to that point. <laughs> Maybe but. 10 years from now we'll get that. Yeah. Society I, isn't ready. <laughs> I like that a lot of people are predicting the Dune sweep of next year. I think that, or not next year, probably in two years. Highly possible if it takes that route, the same route Lord of the Rings took. Yeah. But Mad Max reminds me of Dune in the sense that, like, I think there's an argument you can make that if a movie can win six Academy Awards for technical achievement, six aspects of a movie are so good it won awards why mm-hmm. not win the award for best movie then? Because clearly it has all the aspects well. to make a great movie. Like when a like when a film wins best director but not, isn't but doesn't win picture or wins picture but not nominated for director. I'm like that just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> doesn't doesn't compute on my end. Doesn't compute. So Mad Max is one of those movies. It, it's just really a spectacle, and I love so much that it's 
yeah, it's like a two-hour car chase action-packed extravaganza, but also layered with some pretty interesting, complex uh, themes that it's exploring that I think yeah, a lot of people exactly. dismiss sometimes or maybe not even investigate themselves. And that's why there's like the old Dune, or not Dune, sorry, old Mad Max fans who are like, ooh, I mm-hmm. don't like that Max is not the main character. It's a Furiosa story. So I like that about the movie, though. I'm glad you do, too. Any last shout outs? Any last, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't forget about this movie, but I want to shout it out real quick. Yeah, I mean, there's just, you know, I mean, I kind of mentioned them earlier, but like Skyfall and No Time to Die are both like awesome. And I, I truly love them, especially Skyfall. Are you a Skyfall or a Casino Royale guy? I'm a Skyfall guy, but I really, I do like Casino Royale as well. I kind of prefer No Time to Die, but I guess, honestly, like, if I'm thinking about better action movie, Casino Royale is probably a better action movie, so. But overall? Uh, I need to, yeah, over, yeah, overall, I think I prefer No Time to Die. I do, but, too. I feel like I'm, I'm afraid yeah. to say it, though, because I don't want to get reamed online. Well, you know, Bond yeah. fans, cool. I'm a, I'm a big Bond fan, Um but yeah, some some of y'all are weird. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> be fair. real. Some of y'all are some weirdos. That's fair. Um, but I mean, I feel like I would be remiss if I. I don't know, man. It's just like there's so many. I'm just like I'm looking at my movie shelf right now. How do you feel about Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow rips. Pretty much any Tom Cruise action movie is really good in the past yep. ten years because he's like, hey, I tried Eyes Wide Shut. I tried Jerry Maguire. I tried Magnolia. You know what? Bump it. I don't need an Oscar. I'm just coming for that <laughs> box office, baby. And I'm just going for it. <laughs> he's been fairly successful. And he's been churning him out. Yeah. Top Gun is going to be awesome. Like, I know it's been delayed like a billion times. It's going to be good. My, I'm going to tell you right now, hot take right now, Top Gun could take my number three spot. If if it's as good, my brain thinks it's going to be. It could be like my number three favorite action movie. I mean, like when I hear that theme... And Tom Cruise is riding in a motorcycle with the sunset with Jennifer Conley on his it's at his so back. Good. I might just levitate out of the theater. <laughs> um, every and just time, have a complete out of body experience. Every time that trailer shows, like they clearly put the cameras on the jet to get those shots. I mean, I've, from oh, what no. I've heard, well, they they put like IMAX cameras in the jet, and Tom Cruise and the crews are like literally in the jets it's like what (laughs) yeah the extremes they've gone to make this movie just from the trailers alone look amazing i feel like i'm gonna like lose it in the theater so if it's just more of that i'm gonna have the time i know those actors are like god tom i'm an (laughs) actor dude i don't need to be hitting eight g's (laughs) on a dive in a jet bro like come on miles teller has probably complained so much oh my god in the interview he's like yeah i'm just glad how hard he pushed us in the back he's like dude i can't believe (laughs) he's like complaining to aaron Rodgers um uh, while they're on vacation dude tom's a psycho man i don't know what to say (laughs) i know god well i'm very excited for that yeah yeah i think another action movie um that needs to get shouted out is Django Unchained and probably Kill Bill Part One. I would Kill say Bill Part One. I would say it's a good one. Yeah, Tarantino's two action movies, um, definitely up there for me. God, it's like a point of being overwhelmed to where there's so many I can't even like pick which ones to shout out. Does Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon count? It does, but I haven't seen it like an idiot. I don't know why I haven't seen oh, that. Oh, it's very good. What about Everything Everywhere yeah. All at Once? Does that count? It does, Joe and there we go um i'll put that as my number three now the movie's so good oh my god don't even get me started <laughs> that's a di- that's a different episode. What? Different episode. my timestamp is like 113 45 <laughs> right now if we start talking about everything everywhere all at once it'll be like four four yeah. hours four hour pod mega pod that movie deserves its own dedicated episode maybe we'll do that in the coming weeks but uh yeah, yeah. there's a lot of good For action sure. movies out there uh what else no, I'm not. For, I'm not forgetting. I'm not forgetting Nolan. I didn't. I didn't talk about him for a reason. So, uh, I mean, like Inception, maybe Tenet, maybe. But... Tenet, Tenet's the one is the only one for me that continues to get better, and like I really do like it a lot, and I think definitely is an action movie. Inception, not an action movie for one, and doesn't hold up as much as it used to. It's still a good movie, and I like it, but. Yeah, I don't know. What was the one you said? I totally cut you off. Gladiator? You think Gladiator is an action movie? Ooh, well, this is where we get into the minutia of it because yeah. it has mm-hmm. some dope action scenes, but at its 
poor, I would probably say is a historical drama. Yeah, or like that's epic, fair, you know. That's fair. Okay. But the are you entertained scene is what movies are all about. It is. It Double is. Dual, Russell Crowe shredded, dual wielding swords, slicing a dude's head off, looking at the crowd and going like, are you not entertained just at the top of his lungs? Is just that's cinema to me. To me, that's cinema in Martin Scorsese. <laughs> fair, fair. There's a Korean movie called The Man from Nowhere. Have you seen that one? I'm not. I actually I haven't even heard of that. Highly recommended. It's John Wick before John Wick. It is I have in- Letterbox opened, and that is getting added to watch list as we speak. Very, very good. I highly recommend it. I think you'd really enjoy that one. Maybe like my favorite knife fight in a movie mm. is from that movie. I think we hit we hit most of the big ones, you know. We're, we hit we hit a lot of them. If people are gonna get mad, we missed one. Sorry, guys. It's hard to think of stuff on the spot when you're recording a podcast. Sometimes. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm literally like looking at action movies on Letterboxd right now. I'm like, dang, oh yeah, I kind of kind of forgot that one. But you know, what? it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. We're well, perfect, Joe. We don't make mistakes on this pod. <laughs> I'm sure I made a couple already, but right. Um, MCU MCU stands coming for us for not putting any of them on here. No, I wouldn't. Anyways, like you said, it, it's a, we're at a point now where you can even categorize superhero movies as a genre. So it's yeah, and I agree because like westerns weren't a genre. And then there was like suddenly 400 Westerns that existed. And it was like, well, it's a genre now. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we're at a point now where there's like 300 comic movies. Just that's its own genre at this point. So yeah. Know. I remember last year, well, like, God, last year, two years ago, when in peak lockdown, I was like, I'm going to list all the comic book movies I've seen. It's taking about 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, my list was like 150 because yeah. like so many movies I didn't even realize were comic book movies were on here. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like what is, what is going on? <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of them. So that's fine. Marvel fans won't be too mad at us. I'm not worried about it. Did you For ever sure. see Nobody, the Odenkirk movie? I didn't, Joe. And I was trying to avoid bringing this up because I feel like kind of embarrassed because I, I've missed some big movies in the past like okay. year or two. You can't but, expect you know, to know I have watch an excuse. I have, a gra- I have the grad school excuse card. There you go. Um, Use it. But I can't I can't do that for much longer. I finished this <laughs> summer, so I'll have to step That's my fine. game up. It's, it's good. It's good. It's not like overly special. I still think John Wick okay. is a better franchise, but I think nobody's yeah. good, and I think you'd, you'd enjoy it too. Um, yeah. Well, any final ambulance thoughts? This was an ambulance episode at one point. Uh, this any, was? This it was. Episode? At some point, it was an ambulance <laughs> episode. Any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Um ambulance rules and if you don't think so um that's i mean you know that's your opinion that's cool um i just don't respect you as much (laughs) that's fair that's That's just how it is but no ambulance is awesome go see it support (laughs) it feels weird i can't believe we're saying that right now but i can't believe i'm saying that like support real movies and it's directed by michael bay what am i saying what am i saying where what is happening joe i don't know the fact that like i was gonna say it too I mean it when I say that. Go see this in theaters, man. Like, this movie deserves to make money. I want yeah. more movies like Ambulance. Yeah, I can't believe we're saying that's how we're ending this. Go see Ambulance. Support action movies. <laughs> Support the fifth highest grossing record <laughs> in history of movies. <laughs> that's such a crazy statement that we have to make now. But yeah, like, I, Support I, a guy I too who put am excited metal for... balls on a robot that's uh, eating a pyramid. Man what a movie anyways yes go support ambulance watch ambulance have a good time with your friends and your partners and your family it's a it's a blast yeah i like ambulance yeah. a lot so take well, your kids just kidding <laughs> yeah, no. unless you're cool unless you're a cool parent if they don't mind seeing a spleen explode on screen then, <laughs> then take them take them take them uh nate thank you so much for being here on this episode absolutely Joe. this about- is a blast ambulance and action movies remind everybody you've been on here before but remind us again where can we find you yeah so you can find me on instagram at all things reviewed you know just kind of posting reviews posting lists i think i've said this the last like four times my content has been slowing down because of grad school but it will pick back up i promise um and i just be posting on my story all the time too follow me on letterboxd at nh spencer that's when you can see um all the all the movies that i'm watching and tell me that my opinion is trash and perfect yeah well as always i'll put nate's uh, 
information in the description of the episode. Easy to click it. Follow him on Letterboxd on Instagram for the excellent reviews, excellent memes. Great memes, by the way. You're good to the movie memes. I love them. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's because I'm I'm kind of a loser, and so like <laughs> I, but I'm a cool loser. So you know, I have all these. I just have. I have like a thousand six hundred photos on my phone, and if it's not photos I've taken for work, then it's photos that are just memes. So perfect. That's the way a phone should be used. Who texts? Who communicates with words? We I just communicate via images with via images captions only. or reaction faces. <laughs> uh, hey, it's almost April eighteenth. How many times are you gonna watch the Batman when it's on HBO Max? Joe, um, don't tempt me with a good time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I plan to watch it at least twice. I want to watch it at least. twice. I'm definitely watching it once it's on there, and I've already pre-ordered the four K. So oh, very nice. Very yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be a fun movie to turn on, like just watch certain scenes sometimes, have it in the background. I'm excited for that. I, I, it's one of those, it's like, I, I'm going to have it on the background and then I end up watching the whole thing. I did that with the social network the other night. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. going to do some work while having that on. And then like, I was like, oh yeah, I watched for like five minutes. And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's actually been two hours. <laughs> so like David Fincher and Sorkin like invented time travel, but you know, yeah. whatever. it's a good one to get sucked into though for sure all right well everybody again i appreciate you guys listening check out nate's information in the description of the episode next week i'll have an episode on something i don't know i'm playing it by ear but an episode will come out regardless appreciate you guys uh listening and i'll see you guys next week Mm -hmm.